getting through it today for sure. Uh, it turns out I'm I'm not a couch sleeper. There was a day and age when sleeping on the couch was awesome. Oh, no. Are it you... was the place to sleep. If you were a kid and you didn't have to go to your room and it was like a weekend and your mom or dad let you Dude. let you sleep on the couch, maybe even build a fort, hell yeah. I just started loving it, actually, the past year. I, I can't do it. I thought I could. No, you're um, out of that, 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 what is it, a face? Staying at a buddy's house, partying in college, yeah. up all night watching movies, playing video games. Like, the couch is the place to Dude, sleep. it used to always bother me. I used to hate, like, not being able to turn over, just not having as much room. But now I'm like, I don't care. I'll sleep anywhere I can. No, it. Uh, I finally did it CJ, uh, last night. This. I'll live like you want to now. I wish I could. I am in pain. My back hurts. I barely slept. And it wasn't like I, oh, I wasn't man. in trouble. Like we weren't fighting. My fiance just had a big day today. The dogs were being annoying. So I was like, oh, close the door. You take the entire bed. I'm going to have a couch, boy. Party. Cool. No, man, it sucks. Uh, not to mention the elementary school across the street starts band practice or <laughs> middle school uh, starts band practice pretty damn early. So I'm a, I'm a little tired, but no Sorry, worries. Buddy. We're going to make it happen today. Lots of good stuff coming up, uh, including a little bit of therapy with the entire group and you, Spencer. It's the CJ Morgan Show. The most delicious snack ever, ever, ever. Today's the greatest, not because it's National String Cheese Day, National Fried Rice Day. It's also National Punch Day. I assume the drink not getting hit in the face. Uh, most importantly, it is National Pepperoni Pizza Day. All and right. I'm going to say that is the quintessential snack. I'm not going to call it straight up like dinner food, even though it, it really it, fills in easily. But if you have a group of kids at your house throwing a party, what are you going to order? Pizza, baby. Some pizza. What is the most popular pizza? Pepperoni. The pepperoni pizza. I mean, it's what the Ninja Turtles ate, for the Dude, love of God. Of course. Uh, and it's really, really hard to screw that up. So many different delicious types of pizza. I've recently really got into uh, getting the Brooklyn style pepperoni pizza with the um, ah. with the uncured pepperoni. So they kind of ah, make that little bowl. The cup up, yes, I yes. like that. And those Hold little the grease, baby. Those those cups not only <laughs> hold the grease, but it's a perfect place to drip your Parmesan cheese That's in. Right, it melts to the pepperoni. Little it flavor pockets fuses <laughs> with the grease, and yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you straight up have pepperoni pizza flavor pockets. Mm. According to legend on a National Pepperoni. Pizza, Pizza Day, uh, Rafael Espazito created the first pizza in 1889 for the Queen of Italy, Margarita of Savoy. Sounds like a lie. Uh, inspired by the pizza maker so much, the pie-shaped delicacy, which was created in the Queen's honor, uh, became named Pizza Margarita. It was topped with tomatoes, basil, mozzarella, and of course some pepperoni. The colors were supposed to represent the Italian flag. Since then, it's obviously involved in to include a little bit of everything, which That's during right. Clickbait Corner, we're going to go over what belongs on a pizza and what doesn't, according oh. to a BuzzFeed article. Oh. I'm going to tell you, most I'm things, get upset. most things belong on a pizza, yeah. but there are a few that I am adamant do not, and I mm. will fight about it. I mean, anyone can put anything on a pizza. You do you. But no I to mean, some of the stuff we're going to have on this list okay, later today. I guess I shouldn't spoil anything. No, no, no spoils these, but uh, we will okay. say uh, the number one option that I think like 90% of people said, does this belong on a pizza? What's your top or your favorite option? Pepperoni. Pepperoni on a pizza. It's the main thing. And you nailed it because there's something special 
about the way the grease of the pepperoni mixes yeah. with the grease of the cheese. Isn't it kind of beautiful? I'm feeling strangely yes. like patriotic, even though we didn't come up with pizza. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's 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 totally uh, the. Uh, it's, it's a special most, thing. It's an American food now. It is. So take that, Italy. It is yeah. our thing. I. Ooh, what do you think if if let's say uh, a foreign-born person? Because now you say it's a very American thing, but now I, I'm I'm really wondering what. These are the only two that come to mind, the top two when it comes to American foods. If you're, say, living in Germany or China, wherever, and you think of an American and American food, do you think hamburger or do you think pizza? Oh, man, I don't know. That's tough. That's insane. Uh, Is there anything else that belongs? That's tier one. Besides the hot dog, which is all American classic. I don't know if hot dog's tier one, though. Yeah. I think hamburger and pizza are more famous. Yeah, I agree. Oh, man. I mean, taco's probably tier two. But, but I, I don't know. We, we would go up to the taco. We would know? have to. We would have to ask some people. But there you go. Happy, happy National is, Pepperoni Pizza Day. God bless pizza ah. and pepperoni. Hey, wipe your wipe your tears and your drool. You're, yes, you're crying and you're and you're leaking from the mouth. <laughs> uh, happy National Pepperoni Pizza Day. A lot of places, of course, specials on. Guess what? Pepperoni pizza, including you know locals, local places, and your fast food chains. So go out and celebrate with some pepperoni pie. Spoiler alert, CJ is a creep on the internet. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. It's social cues, and uh, yeah, I'm a bit of a creep. I don't think I'm a creep. I'm just trying to be funny and entertaining. Uh, You know, the most important part about the radio isn't this broadcast. It's the internet. And we're we're on top of the internet right now. I have a new zany bit I've been trying out, and I think it's falling really, really flat. Okay. Um, I think it's I think it's downright being creepy. You're uh, a creep. Well, You're a weirdo. To be honest. Yeah. What is it? Tell me. Well, <laughs> first, let me explain some of my zany bits of days past. Mm-hmm. When I see internet trends, I get very, very annoyed with them because often it comes from clickbait aggregators that just steal your content now you can actually see where pages are owned and often it's overseas um so my number one thing that i do which is kind of biting me in the ass is uh when someone's like what's your favorite thing to drink in the morning um i reply with a very vulgar term yes um what is your what's the last thing your mom gave you I reply with a very vulgar term. Yes. Uh, and so what it does it's is the you, exact same term. The exact same <laughs> okay. term. I've, so I, I'm piecing it together we, with context all, clues. <laughs> we've all seen this. Even coworkers have made jokes with me about that. But my point is, is not just to say a vulgar. It's just to show how dumb these thought starter bait pages are. And it's just there to harvest information. And it's always like the office HR ladies are like your mom yeah, that's commenting on this yeah. stupid, stupid crap. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's not just for me to say vulgar things, it's to make fun of it. Um, the other thing I like to do is when someone's like, show me the, no cheating, show me the fifth picture of your camera roll, and I'll go to one of their like old uh, Facebook profile pictures, and I'll reply with that. Um, so I just, I do. You like doing little pranks. Little, little, little pranks. Troll. Little, little, you pretend like you don't understand the internet, but you do. You understand it so yes. well that you, you troll the yes. internet. Real quick before I get to my new thing, uh-huh. the best thing I've ever done is there's a lot of dudes on the internet that will send you uh, direct message things that will basically 
trick you into looking at a male's genitals. And my Aww. reply has been to be like, my kid is with me right now. Like, and, and I'll pretend that I'm like actually reporting him to the police. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, 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 dude, I'm so sorry. No, it, it was just a joke. It was. Well, like, that's, that's a better little troll there. I like that, that one better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You need to you need to give it to all of those terrible dudes that, that are, that trying, are, well, yeah. are breaking the law. Um, so I started a thing a couple of weeks ago, and um, it's not going as planned. There's been a couple Uh-oh. of bites, but uh, as you know, working in radio, um, I have a lot of coworkers and friends that are younger than me that go out and do fun stuff. So I've started, um, I don't have a name for it. Maybe maybe the brunch babes is what I'm going to call it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but there will be people like this. This is actually a sweet ex of mine, very attractive, uh, yeah. much younger than me, hanging out with friends. And when they post a group photo, they'll tag all the girls in it. Oh, And then God. so I'll go, um, I'll say, oh, uh, tell Emily I said hi. And then uh, I don't know Emily. So they'll go and be and, like, oh, it's CJ Morgan. You know, he says hi. Uh, and they're I, like, who? <laughs> yes. And that's my thing. I thought it was funny. Um, and I had a couple people be like, well, be like where did, how did um, this person actually replied and was like, oh, how do you, how do you know her? She doesn't know you. Like, I've had a couple of those. And then I'm like, oh, I'm just doing a bit. Ha ha. I don't know them at all. And I would think that these people knowing me would reply oh, no. with, oh, CJ, you little stinker. Be like, ha ha ha. But I, no one's replied back. Mm. Like, none of these friends that I've done it to that I've pretended to know. So now it's just weird. So now it's just weird. Well, it was no. already weird, but... I know, but now, but now it's weirder. Now it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, well, stop doing it. I, Have you considered that? Or is it too no, early? No, never considered it's, that. It's, it's too... Uh, in its infancy, I guess. You want to keep the bit going. I got so. I to gotta keep the bit going, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's it's got to work, but yeah, yeah, brunch it has babes. To work. It's just a thing. Every Sunday, you're doom scrolling on TikTok, which is where you just click through yep, people's yep, stories. Yep. There's all it's a bunch of cute girls having brunch together, and yeah. so I just sure. I just love the like um, they're doing that. They're looking at their posts, and then I love message from CJ. Damn, I haven't seen CJ in five years. Uh-huh. And then they look over and they're like, Oh, Emily, CJ says what's up. CJ Morgan, and then they probably like, and they're like, who? And they probably show pictures of me from my Instagram. Uh, and it's like, yeah, I see what this is. I, I see shirtless. this is, and this is more of a selfish thing. No, yeah. I kind yeah. of, because it's you. like, mm. you want to plant your, the, okay, that almost sounded bad. I mean, I, I do. You wanted Close to put, put your, Gosh, put my name not in their put mouth. Your foot, not, in the conversation. Oh, You're trying you know to, what I mean? You want to be in every single brunch conversation in Austin, <laughs> Texas. You know what? I'm going to ramp this up. That that just made me inspired to, oh, to get more attention. Are you sure you're just not feeling hurt? They didn't invite you to brunch. And yeah. You're, and I'm Do old. we need to I'm start taking creepy man. Brunch? Those young women. Um, maybe, maybe. Maybe. about me. There is no I in family. Wait. Yeah, there is. Matt Bearden's here for the parent pickup tips, tricks, and man, just how to live life. Yeah, uh, I saw this recently. A woman was asking an expert, how do I stop being mean? How do I stop being a mean mom to my daughter? And uh, the expert uh, chimed in. And here's something I think is helpful, not just for kids, but for all of us. I think we all worry about that, especially any of us who maybe came from households where that weren't the warmest, uh, the most loving, things like that. You don't necessarily want to pass that on. And then even if you did come from a very warm household, you want to be a good parent. Everybody who has kids wants to be a good parent. And uh, some experts have stepped in with one of the things you can do. I think that stuck out to me the most is um, 
you don't want to put down your kids. They can be very frustrating. Oh, you yeah, can yeah. yell, and experts say, look, you don't have to panic. Um, volume isn't the core problem. Like, that's not what makes you mean is the volume. But what happens for a lot of us is when we get frustrated, you say, I can't believe you're doing this. This is unbelievable. Why are you being so lazy? Right? Because we're very frustrated. And frankly, if you don't have kids, you don't understand this. But um, kids are mean and they are exhausting. (laughs) We love them. But man, can they be frustrating, especially when they're using the logic that you have when you've got like a... Eight, a nine, twelve-year-old brain. <laughs> brain. They're saying the biggest thing you can do is to stop and to use I statements. And this is something that I'm going to have to learn to do. I think will help I me. learned this in couples therapy. Oh, did you really? I wow. also learned that when my fiance says stop yelling at me, that I shouldn't go. Oh, you think this is yelling? Yeah, this is yelling, and then use my yelling voice. Yeah, that one doesn't work at all. It's things like I get so frustrated when it seems like you're not listening, versus you don't even listen. You never listen to me, uh, it, because that is accusatory. You, you, and, and it makes people naturally defensive. Naturally and defensive. It hurts your feelings. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is that the natural defensiveness means that they, and then the other party tends to ramp up. We match that ramp up with our own ramp up. And then you wonder, why have we lost another Saturday to this ridiculous? All all I wanted were for these clothes to go from this room to the drawer in your room. That's all I wanted. How did it ruin an entire day? Well, uh, I'm going to take a a stab at this. Uh, This woman, Kimberly Kopko, she's a Ph.D. She's the director of the Parenting Project at Cornell University. She said, look, it's not too late to try and make amends, navigate a new way of relating. One of the great things about our kids' brains is that it's just a bunch of mushy dough up there, and you can turn things around in a real hurry, and uh, kids' uh, shorter-term memory, so it can work out. But the big thing is, is remembering that. Uh, also, they recommended things like you. Can, apparently, you can look around, and there's lots of community centers that have parent education classes, which would be great because generally we only learn about parenting on the job. Building you know a I mean? plane as you're flying it. Yeah, being a parent, and guess what? It is an exhausting place to learn. <laughs> it is tough. So. I thought it was something that was interesting, and and I loved it because it was also a quick fix. <laughs> Just start using I statements instead of you statements. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. The best pepperoni pizza in Austin, kind of, sort of, according to me. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. Man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. That's right, the best pepperoni pizza in Austin, kind of, sort of, according to me, Spencer, after I read this list uh, that I came up with, because it's only places I've eaten at, and I've had just the pepperoni pizza, so I can certify that it's very, very, very good, Uh, but I might miss a few places, so I'll ask you to chime in. Uh, Again, this is probably all close to my house. A lot of of pizza places on Burnett and Anderson that are pretty good. Uh, We'll start with my go-to for when I'm just getting a slice of pepperoni pizza, because it is National Pepperoni Pizza today. Little Deli and Pizzeria yeah, over in Crestview. Yes, Good, sir. greasy, warm, delicious. Nearby is Buffalina Due. 
or do. Maybe Douay. Sounds like Diet Douay. Uh, Neapolitan pies over on Burnett Road. Also just uh, super like fresh, just tasting crust, the mozzarella. Mm. And then, of course, uh, good old-fashioned pepperoni. Tony C's Coal-Fired Pizza, also a location. Their beer garden over off Anderson. And if you like pepperoni rolls, just as good. Pretty good, Really man. good. Oh, yeah. I'll vouch for Tony C's for sure. I usually like Eastside Pies for their different, weird, eccentric slices. Oh, but, man, uh, I love Eastside, baby. Very solid pepperoni. Uh, the Backspace, a little nicer of a pizza. Huh. It's a more of a sit-down kind of restaurant. Two locations, one downtown, one off Anderson. I was not a fan of Detroit style for a long time. And then, thanks to Via 313, I came yeah, around. And they sold it well. It's delicious. My be, God. In the past, if it's done wrong, it's it's just you're eating dough and marinara. That's yeah. all you can taste. But, man, the, the melty cheese, mm. thick, burnt crust uh, Via 313 has, uh, delicious. Uh, home Slice Pizza. Classic. Classic New York style. Oh, uh, they have that new location while well, it's been there a couple years over in North Loop. Um, just, just good pizza. They bring it out to you on the Dude, big tray. It's solid. I had New York. Can't go I, wrong. I had uh, Brooklyn style pizza in Brooklyn, and it was it was something else. Yeah. Plus the uh, the owner of the place was clearly a wise guy because he he went up to every table and he's like, "Hey Mario, how you doing? The family good. Good to see you." And he cool. like had that look of just like the cliche mobster. I was like, "Oh, this place is probably a drug front, but the pizza's good." Mm. Was, it was it was it as cheesy as it is in the cartoons and the movies? Oh yeah, oh. yeah. It was it was incredible. Oh. Uh, everything you would want it to be. Um, mm. But I, I'm not gonna lie, Austin. We got some good pizza places. You wouldn't think a brewery of having some of the best pepperoni pizza. You'd be wrong. The ABGB down off Old Torf, really really good pepperoni For pizza. Real? It's been a very long time since I've had it. So I don't remember if I ordered it inside, if it came from a food truck, if it's still there. But I, I remember being thoroughly impressed uh, by it. Conan's Pizza. Ah. Classic, Another old classic, school, yes. longtime Austin place. Uh, there's a location off South Congress and also one off Burnett Road uh, where I go to get some uh, delicious pizzas there. Their salads are good. Their iced tea is good. The only thing I don't like about Conan's, uh, they're always listening to the radio stations. They need to listen to us. That's right. Uh, my last one, the best pizza place in Austin on my list, and then we'll run over a few of yours, Spencer. Uh, 600 degrees in Georgetown. Probably the best Woo! because those slices are bigger than my big face. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. Uh, what did I miss that uh, you got to recommend? Uh, I think you pretty much nailed it. I did want to shout out a uh, special... DeLuca Gaucho. Uh, I've heard of them. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. They had a bunch of bunch of great pizza, but I was surprised how the, uh, just the simple ones, like a pepperoni or a cheese one, if you nail those, like it's it's just it's such the, a good it, sign. It, that it's this, the, ba- the fundamentals of all pizza. Yeah, this it's, place, it's just that. If you go in, you try one of those, this place knows pizza, you're going to be satisfied knowing uh, anything you get's good. So check it out, DeLuca Gaucho. I enjoyed it. All right, we'll be back uh, with more of the C.J. Morgan Show, which will include pepperoni, a lot of pizza talk. Not only is a football game important, but so is the food that you eat with it. Emily explains it all, and today she's explaining stadium food. Oh, yes, I am. So stadium food, like I said previously is almost as important as the game or in my case more important than the game because I don't really care about football but give me a snack put it in my hand and I will care about literally anything that you put in front of me so uh, I went to my first UT game 
the other football game, let me be specific, uh, football game the other day with CJ because he was such a nice co-host mm-hmm. and he, he bought me tickets and he brought me to the game and he gave me the whole shabam experience of what it's like because I was a UT alum. I did go to the University of Texas, but I never attended a game um, just because I was an artsy kid. I didn't do that stuff. That's not what I was about. And I knew I wasn't going to really enjoy the football aspect. I've never really cared about that sport, but I was really, really looking forward to the food. And oh my mm-hmm. goodness, did it not disappoint. Okay. We showed up and uh, we went to the little concession stand. First of all, I didn't know they had actual food at the stadium. They do. Yeah. They have actual restaurants yeah. too. Like pluckers and yeah. we were next to a Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. and, and all that other stuff. I, so it kind of felt food courty <laughs> yes if, if that makes sense but, but not in a bad at, way like i love food courts i like the selection yeah but your first game we're not doing pluckers and, no, and chick-fil-a no we you are, told me that i wasn't allowed to do food. any of that so i i looked at the chick-fil-a and i looked at the pluckers and I, I i shed a tear and i said maybe next time but but cj won't let me uh so we went to <laughs> get typical stadium food i chose what i always get which is a pretzel and nacho cheese Yum. to dip it in and, and Nick and I right away gave her crap. Yeah, why? What's wrong with the pretzel? You you didn't choose the right foods, but I'll we'll come back and I'll flip Emily explains it all into explaining what you should have got. got. But you <laughs> like the pretzel. It was I love good. the pretzel. You... It was genuinely one of the better pretzels that I've ever had in my life. Not the best, but in terms of how it looked, yeah. it was beautiful. It was brown. It had a little crisp to it, but it was still fluffy, so Wonderful. it wasn't dry. And the nacho cheese was perfect. They gave you a lot. I mean, you did pay quite a bit for an extra side of nacho cheese, which was ridiculous. Oh, it was like man. $2 extra. <laughs> but in the container, it was filled to the brim. Good. And the nacho cheese had a little bit of spice. I don't know if it's just like the Wisconsin in me or Maybe. what, but it was a little tiny spicy. That's, that's all you got? It was so good. I almost stole her nacho cheese. You did. <laughs> I, I was, because I had something, I was like, oh, I'm going to dip this. And I kept looking at it. And then she put it on the ground where the trash is. And I was like, should I? I was like, no, no, CJ, don't do that. But also, <laughs> if I'm, look how happy she is with her nacho cheese yeah. oh yeah yeah I agree. <laughs> also it was kind of embarrassing because i did learn that nacho cheese is probably not the best stadium food to eat if you're sitting at a uh, like on the stands because i couldn't handle everything like right. there was at one point it's very tight luckily yeah. luckily we had four seats for the three of us yes so nice. we, we we were able to spread out and at one point we had room in front of us but yeah it is very tight it's hard it to, it's compact and, yeah. and i kind of looked a little disgusting because at one point when it gets to the bottom of the of the container and you have the leftover little pieces of your pretzel and you scoop it in then you have nacho cheese all down all your, your hands and you're yeah like, and the stadium napkins aren't the best no um, they're tiny <laughs> little baby napkins so i was over here just shoving my face down with pretzel and cheese and was like oh man they're never gonna take me to a game they, they were like oh this will be fun we're gonna take this hot young girl to the ut game and then they look over and i just have cheese hey, on the jumbotron <laughs> hey, it wasn't as bad so. as me we're, we're gonna come back and uh i'm gonna explain to emily on emily explains the way you do proper stadium food. But first yes. and foremost, Spencer, um, oh, yes. much like any good Where's Waldo photo, I'm going to show you the photo of the three of us eating, and I want you to tell me what you see. There's <laughs> right. a little bit of mustard on that pants, baby. A little, little bit of mustard on the pants. A little bit of mustard. See? Which is great when you're talking crap to someone at a football game, <laughs> and then yep. they look down and they see mustard and know that They're this... They're like, I can't respect this man. No, no way. <laughs> 
Emily's Explaining Stadium Food on Emily Explains It All. You had your very first time at DKR. You were a UT grad. Didn't do football. Nope, I never did. Not into games. Nope. Had your first game. You were really excited about food, and you opted for the pretzel. I did. The pretzel with cheese, nacho cheese on the side. That is what I would always get. I love anything that has to do with carbs, salt, and cheese. (laughs) So that's the number one. I also, I, I feel like I should mention this. Because it's important to know that I, I did branch out a little bit, but I didn't experience the whole thing. I had a bite of your corn dog. You were nice enough to give me a bite. I gave her first bite too. Yeah, first Whoa. bite of a corn dog. Yep, so and I took a side bite, so I didn't even take like the full top end, nice. the best part of the hot of the corn dog bite. I took a weird, awkward Aww. side bite. Um, so those are the two that I had. But I feel like I need. I needed more, but I wasn't that hungry because I was filled with booze and excitement. Excellent. So what did I miss out on, CJ? Like, what did I not do? You seem disappointed in my food choices. uh, Pretzel or nachos are not a first um, stadium snack of the day thing. Um, you do that much later on. Okay. Uh, and also, I'm going to say with the with the heat and humidity we had, it was too hot for pretzels. You don't want what? that. Pretzels you don't want that a bunch hot. of bread in your. T- it's just the bread and the beer no. and the cheese. You don't start with the pretzel. Now, let me launch my first complaint by saying mm-hmm. I bought these tickets because if you've ever sat with me uh, at a movie or at a game, uh, you know I like to be on the end. You also mm-hmm. know that I get up. I can't sit in one place. I like to get up and move a lot. Emily, how many? I could I, tell. I got up a lot, right? I couldn't even count how many times you could. So up. I did the proper thing. When I bought these seats, I bought one, two, three, and four. Row 41, one, two, mm-hmm. three, and four. Here's the problem. Due to recent stadium construction, they just added a whole new section that right next to us. So where where seat number one was, there was suddenly seat number 38 for another Entire area. There wasn't a um, we weren't on staircase the in between uh, or yeah. anything. We were in the middle, uh, so I had to constantly no. get up and step on people's toes. No, um, yeah, Emily, that sucks, dude. <laughs> you start at a game. You start with the quintessential stadium food, the best stadium food uh, known throughout ballparks across the country. You get you a hot dog. Hot dog. You start with a hot dog. You you uh. load it up with everything. And uh, you got it the little foil so you don't get the mustard on your pants. Uh, you you well, eat a hot dog. How did that dog. work with you? Not well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> a little too excited. Hot dog's going to be uh, my number one thing. Sure. Um, and then into the game, Tell what me. did I bring out? A corn dog. Oh, corn dog. Corn dog. Wait, so you go from hot dog to corn dog? Well, in between. wieners in his mouth. In between. Yeah. That's very true. In between, I like, you know, you can do a sausage wrap. You can even halftime. More is, sausage? Halftime is a good time to have a burger. That's really when you're going to need to feel that energy and fill up okay. and make yeah. sure that the, you, you can't get too drunk. Soak up some of the beer. So you get there. First thing, you grab a hot dog. Halftime, yeah. you come down, you have a burger. Maybe even that's when you get some nachos, too, because you're eating it in the concourse, not at your seats. Last snack, before they before the third quarter ends, they shut down all the vending and stuff like that. So oh. right before the third quarter's done, that's when you go and get a corn dog because it's very portable. It's easy to carry. You can, you can literally eat it at yeah. your seat without having to fumble with all the stuff in your lap. And if need be, it can turn into a weapon. Throw yes. it. Oh, my you can, gosh. You can, you can ah. file and sharpen the end of it and then, you and know, then just create an, an entire uh, line of Greek phalanx ready to, to fight. But there you go. 
Um, you start with the hot dog. Mm-hmm. Halftime will say something cheesy in a burger, and then you end it with a corn dog, and that is that is your that is the three course meal the th- of the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> yes, yeah. You need a snack in between. You know what you grab? Hmm. Popcorn or a bag of peanuts. Man, don't be a peanut person. Hey, that, you're the person that leaves all the shell around, that's, and that's Matt Bearden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Six is on the way. We guess soon, and hey. We've got some secret insider leaks. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. It's your nerd report, and it's time to talk about my favorite video game ever. And I mean favorite video game series, Grand Theft Auto. I wonder if when I perish, the good Lord or Gabriel, whomever, shows you a clock of all the stuff you did. And it's going to be a good chunk devoted to GTA 5. A good chunk of my life <laughs> devoted really? sitting uh, in front of my PlayStation playing uh, Grand Theft Auto. And again, I'm going to say greatest day of my life, ACL Fest Sunday. I wake up, I take my half an Adderall, I'm ready to go work all day. And we start getting texts saying that, hey, ACL Fest is canceled. It's canceled. Yeah. And I'm like, crap, well, I'm already awake. What am I going to do? And I look over at this unopened Grand Theft Auto 5 game that I've had for a month now. Order a pizza, and I, I kid you not, I played that for 24 hours straight. That's I did right. not sleep. God. I played that, and my, mm. my roommate kept walking by going, kill, kill, and like would wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and I'm still just in my room playing it. Oh, my it. God. Greatest day of my life, Emily. Yeah? <laughs> um, Good. And but now I got sucked in. We're having a new Grand Theft Auto GTA 6, and yep. there are some purported leaks, and here are oh, the... Yeah. Uh, here are the keys of it. Uh, for the first time ever, you're going to have a female protagonist. Woo. I've her, heard that. Her That's name exciting. is supposed to be Lucia, uh, the male named Jason. And uh, the female protagonist and the male protagonist that you can, I believe you can play either one, they're inspired by Bonnie and Clyde. That's right. Yep. So yep. it's kind of that whole vibe. Uh, it's going to be. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Oh, I think it's going to be <laughs> I'm awesome. I'm super excited. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're going back to Vice City. Not in the 80s though. Uh, no. The Vice City game was awesome, probably because of the music, the Scarface references. Oh, yeah, yeah the Nick neon. likes Vice City a lot. Yeah. He talks about that one quite often. Oh, it was <laughs> it was an amazing game. Well, um, she had Ray Liotta. He was the main character. Tommy Versetti. There was a bunch of good actors in it. Too. Trafficking cocaine, like it yeah. was. It very it captured every one of the. I mean, Scarface is the main movie. There are some other ones yeah, yeah. in there that I'm missing too. But uh, had a lot of just incredible like references and scenes from that. Um, but Vice City was a lot of fun. And now we're returning. Uh, to present day Vice City, which is uh, the video game's representation of Miami, basically. Like um, now? Now? Like in 2022? Yeah. Present times, okay, yes. Okay, cool. Um, the cars have been updated, and I'm going to tell you an amazing thing about the cars in a minute that people yeah. have kind of bitched about with continuity. It's gonna, it's actually going to make the game suck, but I like it in a way. Uh, the cars themselves now have interiors with lots of detail and animations. Yeah. And I'm guessing um, from what I understand, kind of reading crap, it's hard with leaks because you don't know. But a lot more functionality with the interior of your Interesting, car. Interesting, because I know when they made the last gen update to GTA 5, they added first person mode. And so they had to update a whole bunch of the game so you could like actually look at stuff, mm-hmm. like little things on the floor or stuff inside the car when you would drive in first person. So I guess they're 
probably going to be adding a first-person mode to this as well, I would assume. Yeah, cool. Interesting, yeah. Um, uh, the, the level of detail is astonishing, by the way, for every Rockstar game, so that's something worth wanting a first-person mode just to, like, look around. Well, they're saying that the leaked footage is probably years and years old as yeah. is, mm-hmm. but it looks better than most already completed games from uh, yeah. wow. competitors. Uh, speaking of details... This was in uh, San Andreas. You had a lot of you had home invasions and rob, robbing people and robbing businesses was more of kind of a regular thing. You could do it in GTA five, but it, that was more focusing on like banks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but there are a lot of small robbery robberies like gas stations or it, jewelry. Uh, yep. A lot of detail and the NPCs um, react <laughs> to everything going on. It's a cool. lot more specific and personal with the robberies. Uh, the last thing that they've added that I kind of hate is uh, the police will remember your vehicle no. and your plate. So oh. if you get away from the cops, no. apparently if you're in the same vehicle, <laughs> they can find you they're going to yeah. find you again. That's cool, yeah. though. It adds a different level, uh, type of strategy than just like getting rid of the stars. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And you got to get rid of the car. And if it's a good one you like or you I, have people with you in it. Or you just got to get a respray, get a new, get a new place. See, baby. this is so funny. I just, I, I'm not a big GTA person. I don't dislike it, but I've never really played. And so I didn't, I didn't zone out, but I kind of left my body for a second and left the radio world of me talking to you right now and, and now just kind back. of overheard it. <laughs> and now I'm listening and you guys are just like, yeah. And like, we get to like rob banks and stuff That's now. Right. And oh man. You can rob people cops, in, at gunpoint on the it's, street. It's just really funny to hear from an outsider's perspective. You guys being like, well, you know, if the cops want to chase us, we're just going to change the color of our car. Maybe we could try switching the plates. That's right. And I'm like, this is just a, just a normal thing in the GTA world, I guess. Like, yeah. it's like not if just anybody normal, was tuning it the, in. It is the, the beans and rice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope somebody tuned in. Well, in early on in the game, you don't have any money and any good weapons, so you got to kill and beat people up to get that <laughs> stuff. Um, but I do love the biggest thing of the GTA 6 leak. I, I like the female protagonist, and I like that it's Bonnie and Clyde. Kind of, it's going to yeah. be a couple yeah. doing crazy stuff. I uh, can't wait for it. The face, wait, the mustache of Austin, C.J. Morgan. I won my first fantasy football game, and now I am on top of the world. Congratulations, Emily. Uh, Welcome to The Leftovers. If we didn't talk about it or Emily didn't on The Morning X, we talk about it here. Yeah, we made you join our fantasy football league. Yeah, oh, and don't worry. I did talk about this on The Morning X. This isn't just leftovers. This is I remade the meal, and I'm serving it to you guys. Thank you very much. (laughs) So good. Oh, yeah. So you didn't know anything about it. You did the draft in person at work. You've got your guy friends on your ass every week telling you what to do. Um, You drafted a bunch of cowboys. Big mistake. Oops. Uh, (laughs) Well. Tell us. Give us an update. Uh, big mistake. Actually, not big mistake because they won. Evidently, I didn't watch the game. I just, you know, saw it on ESPN. I see. Um, and I won my fantasy draft. I actually played a uh, co-worker, somebody upstairs, uh, Elizabeth. Shout out. Hey, Elizabeth. Uh, okay. Oh, I was mad at her because she took the quarterback she, I wanted. Yeah, and I think she won last week. But I beat her. Well, okay. Yes. Oh, y'all are the only two ladies in the league. This is yeah. woman on woman violence. I know wow. it is. It is. I want to support her. But I mean, she had a pretty high score. I beat her one fifty two uh, to one twenty. Oh my god, high scoring, <laughs> Emily. That is really high. one ten is a average kind of. Is it range. really? How did oh. you got? 152? Yeah. Damn. How? Yeah. Um, I think it was because I had Ty- Tyreek Hill, who made 46 points yeah, yeah, yeah. on the Dolphins. And then I also had Mike Williams, 
Um, and Derek Carr. So Mike Williams made 25 points. Derek Carr made 22 points for me. And then everybody else just kind of did pretty average. Uh, might want to get rid of Zeke. He only made me six points. Boo. I mean, Zeke. Zeke, you can put him on your bench. You don't want to drop him, though. Oh, yeah, I won't. I mean, I he's won't a starting running back, but um, wow, Emily. Yeah, you I know. Killed it. I, I, I killed it this week. I hope that it continues. I don't want to get too in the weeds of fantasy football. Oh, I don't either. Don't worry. Okay, but if, <laughs> but if you recall, when we rated our teams um, after the draft, I said you had a very boomer bust team mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's exactly what this this is is yeah. it, you last week you busted this week you boomed yeah you were right you predicted everything 152 points yeah um i i will say i think it's it's kind of adorable because you mentioned this earlier that my guy friends have been up my ass about everything. Uh, I have two two friends that are side coaching me and not really coaching me like willingly. They're just telling me things and just yeah. texting them to me without me asking. Um, so it's my friend Zach and then my friend Dylan who don't know each other, which is also hilarious. <laughs> I love it. That they don't know each other. They don't know that they're both coaching that me. That your advisors are... Yeah, yeah that they're yeah. both doing the same thing. And so, you know, they... It's it's been cute because I've actually gotten to bond with them a lot more than I, I have previously. I mean, we talk about other things, but they get really, really excited to help me. So that's sweet. Like I, I texted Zach um, my my uh, win and I said, by the way, and he wrote nice smiley face. And then he wanted to talk about Tyreek Hill killing it this week. And I was like, no, this is sure. as far as I go. I didn't watch the I didn't watch the Dolphins. I don't know. And then I got to ask about his team. And so it's a cute little interaction. Fantasy football. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> okay. It's bringing people together until the playoffs. It's officially fall this week. I mean, scientifically, I guess, kind of, sort of, uh, the solar fall, lunar fall, whatever the hell we judge fall upon, uh, starts Thursday. Oh, boy. Or does it? Also starting this week, tomorrow to be exact, four days of record heat. Yay! We are going to be right back there <laughs> kissing the 100s. Mwah. Ah. Mwah. Miss you. Good little kiss. God, uh, welcome back. Mwah. Yeah, we are currently, as of today, uh, seven degrees above normal. Uh, highs <laughs> this afternoon, climbing into the 90s. Because I walk outside, and I'm like, okay, it's going to be nice. Ah, falls in the air. There's already leaves falling in my backyard. There's already pumpkins at H-E-B. Let's do it. Halloween decorations up in my neighborhood. And then I get in my car and I'm sweating because I didn't let it cool off long. I'm like, this is miserable. Yes. Uh, But yeah, it's going to get worse this week. There's an upper level high that's going to be hanging over North Texas, actually starting this afternoon. Uh, And it's going to be here for four days before it actually heads west by the weekend. The highs will continue to be well above uh, normal along with very dry ass conditions. Oh. Uh, no rain anytime soon on the seven day forecast. So there you go. Your half ass weather report from a shock jock. Thank you, it's CJ. It's going to suck. Oh, man. You know, I love David Yeomans. Jim Spence is my man, but they just need to level with me. They need to look at me in the eye and say, hey, dude, it's just going to suck. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's miserable. Just, it's going to be brutal. Better cut those sleeves off. I can't believe that we used to have ACL Fest back in September. Uh, like it's, know, already, it's already miserable in October. I feel I like it's the last weekend. Closer you get to Halloween, is is that's kind of the linchpin of whether you're going to get more summer or not. Yeah. Uh, the false fall. But, yeah, it is, it is just miserable. And I... <sighs> 
I was finally excited to do some things outdoors. Yeah, same. That's the one thing looking forward to fall because we don't get like a bunch of leaf changing in, in colors and stuff here. We just get the slightly cooler weather and it feels really good. So. And you do things outside. Yeah. You, you play with the dogs. You go on walks. And you I was roll like, in the grass, maybe. No, no not, not now. Not yet. <laughs> uh, and we've always talked about God. the false fall in Austin and yeah. Texas in general. I mean, I even remember it being a big thing as a kid. Uh, the, again, Halloween being the determiner of what it's going to be. In Amarillo, where I grew up, Amarillo, uh, Halloween was always, you never knew what costume to wear because it's either going to be really hot or it's going to be freezing cold. Like It (laughs) it would snow sometimes on Halloween, but it would also be in the 90s when you go trick-or-treating. So that's that's why I get so confused as a kid, like growing up. Like, is it? I thought Halloween was supposed to be cold for like the past two years. It was cold, and now it's like hot this year. It's it's just so confusing. Um, Come on, Texas. But yeah, we're still in it, and it's going to be even worse than it was last year, or typically again today. (sighs) Seven degrees above the normal. It's going to last for four days. An upper level high. No rain on the way, so make sure to you know spit out in your yard. (laughs) Did you? Man, it's my favorite time of the day. Let's find some fun fast facts out. Did you know we're going to start off with a movie theme for today because Matt told us a really cool pirate fact yesterday, which you can find at the podcast, 101x.com. Did you know the very last movie ever, ever released on VHS? Guess what year? VHS? I I, I bet it's way later than we think. Let's say like 2006. I was going to say 2008, maybe. On the nose, Matt. 2006. Yes, I was. I was really surprised by this too. I mean, my gut. I want to say like, oh, I don't know, 1992. But I bet it was way later because, well, because grandparents (laughs) existed. Uh, My my guess would have been 98. But yeah, did you know? Last movie released on VHS was A History of Violence um, with Viggo Mortensen, 2006. Um, Did you know? After The Godfather. James Caan won New York's Italian of the Year, not one, but two times. Congratulations. Wow. James Caan's not Italian. And did you know? Uh, James Caan's... <laughs> <laughs> James Caan's... Uh, his parents were Jewish immigrants from Germany. Yeah. <laughs> what do you get as Italian of the Year? Uh, you get a gabagool. <laughs> they hand you a few slices of... Yeah, you get, you get a track jacket and a big gold medallion. Um, yeah, that's that's just hilarious uh, You get me. to be Italian for a day, apparently, also. Wow, um, not one. Once but twice. Did you know the legendary movie Scarface? I was watching clips of it this weekend. My, did you know it's really easy to annoy your fiance if you just watch clips of every shooting scene in Scarface? I was watching like a 16-minute YouTube video, and she's like, "Why don't you just watch the movie?" And I'm like, "I don't want to. I just want to watch these parts." She's like, but "Just watch the movie, or to like turn your phone down at least, or put your headphones in." Man, y'all bake her. Y'all bake her a lot. Yeah. Did you know if my headphones in, she's gonna say, "Hey, why don't you want to talk?" <sighs> Doesn't wow. wear a ring. Wow, okay. Doesn't wear I a ring. I did not know that. Anyhow, did you know uh, Al Capone really hated the nickname Scarface? He wanted to be called Big Fellow or Snorky. Big Fellow. <laughs> hey, <does> not <laughs> Snorky? I'm only yeah. going to tell you one time, Big Fellow. Don't you F me. Don't you ever F me. Not quite as cool. Snorky, though. I told you, Snorky, <laughs> not to F with me. Um, last but not least, this one I'm making up off the top of my head uh, based on Matt's pirate thing yesterday. Um, did you know? Uh, 
in in the wild wild west. Yeah, back this in the does day. sound like you're making it up. There was okay. a lot of stuttering uh, right yeah, there. Yeah, I got to remember. Uh, cowboys <laughs> didn't actually wear holsters with guns and bullets on them. Uh, they were very expensive. It was it was more just the army or the cavalry yeah. of the West that actually had holsters for their guns. Most of the time, they just were straight up tucked in their pants. And the whole shootout thing wasn't quite as prevalent because a lot of times these guns didn't quite fire and work like they're supposed to. But pretty much crappy, janky guns are what the uh, the outlaws of the Wild West had, just tucked in their pants, whatever. Um it wasn't. It wasn't until that, the movies. It was Hollywood that made holsters the thing. Exactly. Most kept them in their fanny packs. Oh yeah, that's yeah. it. Those are coming back. Yeah. Big trend. Yeah. Hold yeah. on, let me unzip it. Pew pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> Those damn kids. They're at it again. Welcome to People, Persons Behaving Badly, where we read a story, we listen to a clip of audio, and then uh, render a verdict as to who is the person behaving badly for today. Uh, Now we go to the New York Post, where the FDA is warning against a potentially deadly NyQuil chicken challenge. Ah, Mm. the kids are... It's always something. Fork in the electric socket. Yeah. Eating Tide Pods. Ooh, those are so good. I know, and it's a dangerous thing. And now, because of social media, these damn dumb kids back at it again. Why is no one talking about that people are dying because of this sleepy chicken trick? So right now, the internet is freaking out because people have discovered the new Tide Pod trick. Apparently, people are boiling chicken with NyQuil, which is cough syrup. And this sleepy chicken is killing them because people don't know that if you boil cough syrup, the chemicals in the medicine become lethal. Let us know down in the comments what you think about this crazy trend. Here's the thing. I don't think it's real. No? Uh, no. Uh, one person, one time does not equal a social media right. trend. And you're, you're on TikTok now, right, CJ? Yes. Uh, at the CJ Morgan. Yes. Yeah. Hey, good uh, plug. So you, uh, you're welcome. So you view it and you would have probably come across this at least maybe more than well, once. TikTok also takes these sort of things down. But here's the deal. The whole story that the New York Post and other people are, are talking about goes all the way back till February. And there was only one screenshot uh, before it was pulled down. Only one screenshot of this happening. What? So one person was doing it. Now they're saying it's a social media trend, but it's not. Like, you're falling for anything. The news is just scaring you. This is like the equivalent of back in the 80s when the news would be like, there might be needles in Coke cans. It's this exact type of reasoning that people have turned against the media in a lot of ways, too. Because it's it's sensationalizing. It's making something out of nothing. And uh, there are drugs in your kid's Halloween candy. Yes, give it to me. No, it's not. I like drugs. I'm not going to share it with these stupid kids. Oh. You know, oh. uh, my Chiba Chews are way more expensive than a, than a bag of Snickers. Um, if anything, this uh, fake trend uh, will make it worse by becoming a real trend. Like, this almost seems like a, a video you would have made just randomly. Just Because it's so just, stupid. Yeah, you just ruining a piece, few pieces of chicken, you know, that you're yeah. not going to eat. Remember, just my, like, my video of my COVID cure is literally I me do. microwaving <laughs> cans and yeah. then taking a whole piece of chicken and mashing it into my cure. <laughs> yeah. Still hasn't tasted right since then. Uh, I would just throw that away, dude. But one of the biggest things that you see is a bunch of like, get off my lawn, old man yelling at the cloud on the internet saying kids these days are so dumb it's that, that, that. let me tell you the history of the tide pod challenge okay it yes. uh, has been around for a very long time 
but not as an actual Tide Pod challenge. It started with one thing being picked up by, I guess, a news source and saying, uh, kids eating Tide Pods. Around 2012, 2013, something like yeah. that. You know, when they were doing the planking and whatnot. Right, really got to uh, stop making them taste so good, though. Then it became meta, and meta yeah. is kind of like the joke is the joke. So yeah. college humor and other, like, things started turning Tide Pods into e- eating thing into an actual joke. Right. Because it was so ludicrous and ridiculous. Of course no one's doing it. Yeah. And so it stuck around kind of in the internet zeitgeist on Reddit and stuff like that of eating Tide Pods, but it wasn't actually a thing until the news then picked up on it again and said, oh my God, kids are eating Tide Pods. It's this whole thing. And then you heard about it on every evening TV in every city. like Dateline. Kids are eating Tide Pods. Tell your kids not to eat Tide Pods. Then the company that makes Tide, Gambrel, Proctor, whatever the hell, Johnson & Johnson issues a statement of how dangerous it is. What happens when kids eating Tide Pods suddenly becomes a trend or it suddenly becomes the top thing in the news. Well, people learn about it. People learn about it. Copycats and then, arise. And then, then they start doing it. Then it, so it, it's the weird like uh, cart before the horse kind of thing. Like, yeah. Like making tide eating Tide Pods was never a thing until the news blew it into something. And then guess what? People started doing it. So is that your prediction for the uh, chicken Nyquil? Yes. You think it's going to blow up a bit because uh, it's a way to it's a way to get attention. God, it's such it, a way it, to waste it, chicken. Why would you waste Nyquil or chicken? Do them the, separately. If the chicken's going bad, why not? But yeah, it, <laughs> it's now it's an easy way to get attention on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, unlike the crate challenge, which was a real thing, which was dangerous and yes. very easy to find existence of it on the internet. Whereas this and other certain things, it it gets. If it gets scrubbed from the internet that easily, it probably wouldn't have thing. So today's yeah. person behaving badly is you sensationalizing, overhyping news for making something for tricking dumb old people into thinking something is actually a thing when it's not. And then now it's actually going to become a thing. But also, thanks for doing that because now we have content, content for this segment. Uh, let's Yay. go do. I'm going to go home and do this right away. <laughs> 101 Alternative Austin. Now with CJ Morgan. They promised us in the future we'll have flo- floating cars. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Weird or Wired with Matt Bierney's back in the studio, and I thought we said uh, like hover cars or we were, flying cars. We were not, promised not flying cars. Floating. We were promised flying cars. Yes. China is letting us know if they are working on floating cars. Is China finally having their steampunk phase? I like, don't know. Like I did in middle school. <laughs> it makes me angry. I feel like we were promised something, we've shown up, and then you're giving us a different version of what we thought we were getting. I found this online. I decided to go look at the video. They're testing a magnet-powered floating car. It goes up to 143 miles per hour. Okay. You see a headline that there's like that. Tr- there's trains similar to that that right. use magnetism to stay on the rail and okay. And you've seen them before. They go 500 miles an hour, sometimes faster. And you see the video of them inside the train. It's like the train isn't even moving. It's so Smooth. steady. It's just rocking across the country. Inertia, and you think, man. Yeah, you think, my God, this is really amazing. So I thought, oh, my God, they're going to do this in individual cars. You would create a system of tracks around the city, and, and then you could basically just hover above, and then you have that, you know, basically no resistance. Yeah. You electrify everything. Oh, this is great. 
Mm, no. I went to the video. Okay. Here's what's happening. Balloon cars. Yeah, <laughs> steampunk phase. The mag- So the track comes on. They've essentially bolted large magnets to the bottom of a regular car. Like, just like a regular old car. It's my- and the hint is, just well, <laughs> chugging along for another thousand years. It doesn't zoom because of this lack of resistance. What's happening is they're trying to get it to hover to reduce the resistance on the tires, but it's still kind of using the tires. But what it does okay. is, guys, I saw the video. It's insane. It looks like you're going down a road that has the most potholes ever because what your car is doing is it kind of it's bounces. It. It's hopping up in the air. But it brings itself back down, and then the wheels hit again, and they push you and push you. So uh-uh. since it's hopping, you're losing resistance, and the wheels can speed you up to potentially 140 miles an hour. But your eyes are going to come out of your you're, head. You're hopping up and down at you're, 140. You're, imagine taking your car right now oh, and then man. driving. You ever driven down Springdale uh, like yes. just before you get to <laughs> Mopac and the freeway, and it's just it, it's the worst road in the entire city, and it throws you all around? That's what it looks like. It's just a car that they turn on the magnets, and so there's uh, there's some resistance that pushes the car away, and then it comes back down, and then it gets pushed away, and... So it reduces, like I said, it reduces friction on the wheels. Work in progress. <laughs> I think a work in progress is probably the most gener- generous thing you can say. Yeah, it, I it, guess so. It's a work that should be, the progress should be stopped on it. <laughs> the progress should be stopped on it. I'm a little bummed because I thought, really, magnetism was the thing of the future. I remember as a kid having a Lego set that ran on magnets, and I was like, oh, this is what cars should do because you can't wreck into each other because the magnets keep you apart. You're on, you can't leave or get off the track. It's perfect. Let's do that. And now they're having know, a Mr. Sneezy mobile. I mean, even as insane clown posse brought to uh, a mind, magnets. How do they work? We'll never know, and we'll never get there. Anyway, this one gets a big old weird. What toppings belong on a pizza? We are here to debate this very thing and uh, see what other people are thinking. It's Clickbait Corner. This going all the way to BuzzFeed on National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Pepperoni, that's the quintessential topping. Yes. Right? The first, the number one. I don't consider cheese a topping. I consider cheese a part of the the base. It's the same as the marinara, the dough. It's Uh, it's the, yes. it's the building blocks, yes, the yes, foundation. Yes. You can get pizza without toppings, a.k.a. cheese pizza, but when it comes to toppings, it's something you put on top yeah. of the cheese. Straightforward. Uh, yeah, thanks for so explaining. We already know a couple of the basic ones. I'm going to get into the stuff that's not so basic, uh, starting with black olives. Yes, no. What do you think? Uh, I'm a personal fan of the black olive. I don't uh, mind here. them. 50% of people go with uh, black olives yeah. on their pizza. They say it does belong on there. And the way this works, it's yeah. either yes, no, or I don't care. Uh, next one, ranch dressing. On the pizza? On the pizza. No. Uh, 55% of people say no. However, if you've ever had the bacon chicken ranch pizza, it works. I know it sounds weird, okay. but it works. I'm not going to do that to myself, but th- thank you. Um, I d- disagree with this one very much. Uh, do banana peppers belong on a pizza? Uh, see, I'm not a fan of them on there, but I'll put put some on the side. Give okay. me some on the side that uh, I can chomp into. Yeah, or... 40, 45% of people say no. Um, 
I say just, yes. I like banana peppers cooked on a pizza. Them. Yeah. Especially with like some salami or something like that. And yeah. I've gotten into kind of like Greek pizzas, which is like a Greek salad, you know, with with feta cheese. Yeah. That, that kind black, of thing. Some of those salty black olives. Yeah, mm. baby. You know, I'm not going to say no to a pizza with banana peppers on them. So. I won't say no to any pizza, yeah. honestly. Same. But uh, <laughs> it is interesting to see what we get down the list. Uh, green peppers, 59% people say yes. Yeah. Same with red peppers, 56% yep. of people say yes. So a couple things on that. Uh, spinach. Um, I'm thinking spinach has come a long way, and it's earned its right to be on certain types of pizza, sure. I agree, and yeah. 49% of people agree, uh, the biggest one there. Um, this also goes with that. Uh, artichoke. I would say, yeah, absolutely. Throw it on a supreme pizza. It's a good burst, a little flavor in between the veggies and the meat. Got that little dillness. Yeah, Yeah. it's good. Uh, I agree. However, 61% of people voting in the poll say no, it does not. Sausage. Yeah, oh, come oh, on. Yeah, you got that sausage on my pie, baby. It, it, it's abs- absolutely fine. Sixty-two percent uh, people agree with us, Spinny. Good. Uh, red onions. I'll take them. Sixty-seven percent of people agree with that too. I've had some good barbecue-esque pizzas. Absolutely. That, uh, uh, that red or white. That. Throw those onions on there for me. I'll take them. All right. Now I think we're going to start getting into where it's a little more picky for people because a lot of these ingredients. Uh, Kind of divisive, like roasted garlic. Uh, I think some pies it'll work on. I'm not a huge fan of garlic. I like it when it's used well, not when it's overused, but yeah. 100% love garlic here. Yeah. I, I put it in almost everything I cook, and I think it's kind of along the lines of, if it goes with Italian or Greek food, I think it can go on top of a pizza. 65% of the Fair people believe, uh, agree with us, Spinny. Does ham belong on a pizza? This is kind of vague because, like, Canadian bacon's ham, yeah. and that is a classic kind of pizza topping, right? I think so. I think ham belongs. You can have it sliced Canadian style. You can have it in little cubes. I don't care. Absolutely. Like a Totino's ooh, party and, pizza. An all-meat pizza. Yeah. They do, oof, so good. Uh, 59% of people agree with us. Yes, ham does belong on pizza. Does eggplant belong on pizza? I've never had eggplant on pizza, so I can't answer for my own personal Maybe they had some at that South American, uh, the Brazilian joint I was talking about earlier, but I don't know. Uh, I, uh, this is me not knowing. It's this a tough answer. one. I do not know. I've had eggplant served at an Italian restaurant, done right, and yeah. it was really good. But on a pizza, I I don't know if I could uh, imagine Oof. it there. Seventy five percent of people say nope. It does wow. overwhelmingly does not belong on a pizza. Personally, I don't really care. Jalapeno slices on a pizza. I'll throw them on there. I can understand why a lot of people would probably say no, but being from the South. Southwest, and, yeah. Yeah, it's, like throw it's them common. on there. Everything we eat, uh, 46% is the high uh, on this one saying, yes, they do belong on a pizza. Okay. Shrimp. Does shrimp belong on a pizza? <laughs> I've never had shrimp you on a pizza. Imagine. I've never. And I've I, had a seafood pizza. Have you? I like my seafood as seafood. Yeah. I, I don't think shrimp sits well on a pizza. Mm. I don't think it... Shrimp is delicate on its own. You can yeah. easily over or undercook it on a pizza. Now, it, just seems, it seems nasty. If this were the middle of the night and I was I had a little little puff puffs and I had some pizza and shrimp, I might have thought to combine them, but I don't know. I don't think it belongs. You know how they do like a lemon buttery sauce or Alfredo? Like if mm. that was the, the instant of marinara, maybe. But yeah, 74% say it does not belong on a pizza. We got it. You know what? Let's do this entire list. It's Clickbait Corner special two-parter. Uh, we're going to take a quick breather, order some pizza for ourselves. And uh, be right back with another continuation of what belongs on a pizza. 
We got so excited about pizzas and yeah. toppings that we're turning this <laughs> clickbait corner into a, uh, a two-part list. Over at BuzzFeed, what they did is they went through all the pizza toppings uh, that people apparently do and, and kind of ranked them like what belongs, what doesn't. You were asked to vote on it. Let's continue. Uh, does pesto belong on a pizza? Pesto, yeah. I think you could put very some on Italian, there. Very Italian, very yeah, good. Absolutely. Um, 55% agree with us. Broccoli, does it belong on a pizza? Uh, traditionally, I don't think so. But with more and more vegetarian and vegan stuff, sure. Maybe I'm. I'm gonna uh, say no. Sixty five percent of people say no as well. Broccoli is probably my favorite standalone vegetable to like yeah. serve as a side. It's so good to roast. Um, but no, no, I, I can't uh, see it on a pizza. Number nineteen on this list: uh, bacon. Does bacon belong on a pizza? That's a that's a rough one considering we've got all these other nice smoked or uh, cured meats and things like that. Where does bacon belong? Jeez, uh, I've had it on pizza and I've enjoyed it on pizza, but it's not my go-to. So I'm sort of in between on this. I'm going to say bacon belongs on anything. Sixty-four <laughs> percent agree. Uh, one of my favorite pizzas to get is bacon and pineapple. Um, mm. It doesn't sound like it's good, but it's sweet, it's I'm savory, it's smoky. Especially uh, when they when the bacon is like almost bacon bits when it's really crumbly and, yeah, and small, just hits you with that extra bacon flavor. Plus the grease to grease. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> I'm going to try that. The deliciousness of two different, of cheese grease and meat grease coming together as one. Mm. Love it. Harmony. Uh, another vegetable I love to cook, grilled asparagus. Does it belong on a pizza? Uh, absolutely not. No, I agree. 76% say that. It's also, if you bite into asparagus, it gets all stringy. Yeah, I love asparagus. But it's hard I don't, to pull apart. Don't want it on pizza. We've already got the spinach for that, the stringy and the weird. <laughs> And the the spinach, when cooked down, can be it, can be it, a lot it bonds into more of a veggie that works on a topping. Agreed. Uh, same with this one. Uh, does zucchini belong on a pizza? That's just Dude. hard to eat the slice. Then never had it. Seventy six percent say it does not. This might be the uh, we got a few more left, but this might be the most controversial one. This is where you see the memes and the arguments. Uh oh. Does pineapple belong on a pizza, Spencer? I love it on pizza, bro. I don't care. I know you same, mentioned it earlier. Same, same. Yeah, when you briefly brought it up a few like a minute ago, I was like, yes. I don't have to yeah. argue with you about this. It's, it, it belongs. I, mean, I don't know why it belongs there, but thank you to the. Genius, the mad scientist who thought about it. The, it's that sweet and savory. I mean, pine, pineapple goes on breakfast pizza, Hawaiian pizza, even with like a little jalapeno and a pineapple yeah, on a veggie. Like roasted red peppers are slightly sweet. It so all good. works. Uh, tomato slices. I'm not a fan of tomatoes, so I would say mm. no, but I would... I would assume that yeah, Considering right. Considering I think the original pizza was the marguerite pizza. Yeah, which uh, had a, just a straight tomato. tomato. I would say yes, but I'm not a fan necessarily. 52% agreeing okay. uh, that is the top uh, thing. Yes, it does uh, belong. Sun-dried tomatoes. See, yeah. I yeah. like them. Yeah, throw them on there. And they work. Um, <laughs> yes. Throw, it, if you got to throw extra tomato on, I don't care. Part of the problem, I think, with uh, some of the stuff, like zucchini and asparagus and eggplant, is it doesn't... You can't just bite... It doesn't go in your mouth. You have right. to bite and rip it apart. It's, it requires a little bit more strategy <laughs> than yeah. just Whereas your, your everything sliced meats. else, you just bite and it goes with the the, the mouthful of Correct. pizza you took. It doesn't have to be ripped and separated. Um, let's finish this up with uh, a couple more. You tell how passionate we are. I know. We <laughs> love it, dude. This. this is Clickbait Corner Part 2. We, we've extended this to a two-part bit now. Uh, fried eggs on pizza. I know that's become a new trend, just like it has with burgers. Never tried it. I did try a boiled egg. It tastes good, but I still don't think it belongs, even though there's some Mediterranean-style pizzas Neither that do, do that. I. 75% say nope. Uh, ground beef. Yeah. 
I agree. I like a hamburger pizza, but 44, it's tied. 44% nope, 44% yes. Fair enough. Chorizo. Uh, There's some chorizo on there, man. Mr. Gaddy's oh, has a good yeah. chorizo pie. Barbecue sauce. Have you ever had a Texas pizza or a I've barbecue it, pizza? I've done it way too much, and while I will order one, I don't necessarily think it belongs on a pizza. Uh, the 54% say nope, and they would agree with you. Chicken belong on pizza. Yeah. Any meat it's can meat. go on a pizza. Chicken, yeah. absolutely. 64% <laughs> yes. Uh, agreeing right there. Let's wrap this up with corn. <laughs> when and wherever and why I never tried that uh, we're not talking baby corn either huge chunks we're talking individual I'm kernels I'm thinking kernels of corn uh, I don't know man I mean we that know also, corn tastes but, good with parmesan parmesan goes on pizza true corn is great already uh, shout out to corn boy uh, it's uh, this is a high thing we gotta this say is no something I, yeah. I know it's a no that but just this sounds is, awful yeah. um, last but not least as a joke all the time, um, the the disgusting thing that people order on pizza, <laughs> anchovies. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. I've never had it, actually. I, I have. I'm yeah. not a fan of anchovies, but it works with it. It, it is kind of harder to, to eat like we discuss with other things, but uh, 75% yeah. say no, keep the anchovies off my pizza. Well, this in, is, the, in the same vein as like not having shrimp on there, I feel like seafood, maybe just keep that to the side. Doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. seafood and pizza don't. That, that's what we've learned from this. Some veggies cool, seafood, absolutely not. And this is your special two-parter clickbait corner. We, we did it, Spinny. <laughs> it's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Pewda, Austin. 101 F.